having fun displaying your SH Figure Arts Ultraman G Primitive. Dude, what the fuck? Camera? I was spoiling that. I was going to mention that in the news. Well, you had to go and spoil it in the fucking intro? Thanks. Well, you're having so much fun with it. Are you having so much fun with your new Tiger Spark? I don't have a Tiger Spark. Well, what's that box right there? That box is for my wires. Oh, that's just the DX Tiger Spark. Fuck! It's not a DX Tiger Spark. Oh. This art dealer was like, oh, this is the only box I had. For your wires. Yeah, for my wires. I don't have a DX Tiger Spark. What are you talking about? Oh, sorry. Hang on. There you go. You have a thanks spark now. I wonder what it is. <laughs> it's empty. It's empty. Schwa the roll call. Come on! Welcome to the Kaiju Sentai Ultra Range of the show where we talk about Ultraman's past, present, future, Godzilla, Mokaiju in between. I'm your co-host, Ultra Fingcaster Lane. Can you say it any faster? The other son of a while. And I am your host, Ultra Yellow Castigar. So yeah, I finally got my figure out, it's Ultraman G. He's fucking he's a, gorgeous. He's a shit. I'm joking, he's perfectly fine. Um, so yeah, the first thing I did with him is I... Made him hug his father and took a picture. So Gar put that picture up of them hugging. Oh, it's so sweet. And as a reminder, make sure you send me that photo. Yeah, I will. And then we're gonna give him a best friend hug. A couple people tweeted that, uh, it, like, like in the tweet, going, "Oh, yeah, there he is, hugging his hugging his daddy, being like, you're just tired. It's okay." Dad, go back to sleep. Let me play more video games for a few hours. I actually rewatched like his first fight, like transformation and uh, fight. Oh, Skull Gomer. Yeah, that was a great fight. Because I love he just like the guy did not know what the fuck he was doing, and like <laughs> I love before he transforms. Uh, I'm Ultraman G, and this is the G Riser. <laughs> I'm like smooth, smooth, smooth as peanut butter. But yeah, no, this this figure it's really really nice, so I'm happy to have him. He came with this wrecking burst uh, effect part. Yeah, of really course. Cool. Why? No, Elaine. The the SH figure art isn't going to come with the signature po the signature attack effect. I that's like giving. That's like selling a common rider figure art, but not having the belt. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I love his eyes and everything. But anyways, yeah, so, so we got we got something special this week, so It's not really anything special, it's just instead of doing the usual Ultraman, Tiga, then Taiga, we're actually doing things in reverse this episode with Taiga, Tiga, and then two episodes of Ultraman, because it's a two parter, so in which our first two parter in Ultraman. Well no, we've talked about two parters before. No, but in Ultraman. This, this is the only two parter. Yeah, an Ultraman. An Ultraman, yeah. <laughs> and there's a reason why it's very special, at least to me. But we'll get into it when we get there. Yeah, well, we got some news. <laughs> Yay! What news do we got? Can't be all that. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I I forgot to add in last episode, but uh, yeah, there's going to be a life size replica of 
Shin Godzilla in Japan next year. Jesus fucking Christ. That is terrifying. Why would they in their right minds go, hey, let's make a fucking life-size replica of his fucking head? It's so scary. Apparently it'll be a part of a theme park on an island. I wonder if he just crawl into his mouth. Uh, the replica will be a permanent fixture with its massive size being reported at over 65 feet high, 82 feet wide, and 180 feet long. Imagine, like, you're going near it, and it's, like, really cool, and all of a sudden, like, those fucking Godzilla human hybrid things just come out running at you. <laughs> there you go. There's your Shin Godzilla 2. Uh, the attraction will involve participants role-playing as members of the National Iowa Island Institute of Godzilla Disaster to take on the dangerous task of using a zip line to examine God Godzilla's large gaping jaw. Gaping maw. Uh, a shooting game in which they must destroy Godzilla's unique cells and other related missions. Exclusive merchandise and food inspired by the movie will also be on sale. Oh my god. They should have, like, collector's cups where it has, like, Shin Godzilla on it. Oh my god. So yeah, there's, a uh, got some diorama pieces of it. So, unfortunately, it's not going to be the whole head or the whole body. It's just going to be like... The head. The head. Like up to... With, like, like, like a, a bit of a neck. Bit, yeah, with a bit of a neck. But like... Oh my god. That's terrifying. I like... It's so terrifying. Like I actually would like to see it up close. Like imagine... Imagine imagine like you're like walking up to like this amusement park. And like as you're coming into view of the amusement park. You just see that. Well, staring we, right at you. Well, we see a picture of like... Whoa what it will be so like Godzilla will be you won't be able to go near its mouth unfortunately still probably no matter where the fuck you are you're gonna see that thing well, never mind you will be able to go near it oh my god just go inside its mouth go watch Shin Godzilla it's a good movie yeah just watch Shin Godzilla I'm sad I didn't get to see it in theaters but at least I got to watch it mm -hmm. there's not really a whole lot of news aside from um, this. It's a fan fan made thing. So, a ton of Ultraman fans, not including us, uh, for various reasons. Because we're fucking losers. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, basically, a bunch of a bunch of Ultraman fans actually got together and made a little art drawing book. Oh. It is called Schwatch. The, the Ultraman fanzine. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's like a, how many pages is this? Freaking, uh, I can't, it is a 95 page book filled with a bunch of drawings and people's stories about how they found out about Ultraman. Oh. Uh, the book is only $10, which it's a PDF, and every uh, for every ten dollars, the proceeds go towards the Ultran Foundation. Yeah. In which the Ultran Foundation, I don't remember what it is, but I think it was formed earlier this decade. Let me just look it up quickly. Um, here it is. 
The Ultraman Foundation is a foundation that acknowledges the children as the hope for the future and will provide everlasting support in all kinds of ways for welfare and well-being for all children. Aww. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, I made my part and I bought a copy of the book. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah it's only $10, so why not? Cool. Yeah, it's going to charity. Good for you, guy. Yeah. There's a Dawnshine one-shot. There is a Dawnshine one-shot in this book. That's cool. And, and again, everyone who was part of this is not a part of Subraya or, once again, making any donation. Or not... They're basically taking no... Any money from this at all. This was a fan-made thing. And you know what? This is volume one. I know the people who made... I know some of the people who were a part of this, so maybe if they do a volume two, I will definitely make something for it. Yeah. Because this feels like a fun idea to do. Promote us as well? well no, not I would. I wouldn't even promote us. Oh, okay. Well, you just mentioned like off the side that like you do a podcast, but like advertise yeah. it fully. Yeah, it wouldn't be like freaking like go check out Ultra Ranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't just be like oh Ultra Ranger this and that. Like, like oh, I do a podcast with my with my roommate and we have fun with it. Like I have a show where we talk. Like like I even made a show where we talk about Ultramans. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave that open. We'll check it out as we go along. And uh, there will be a link to uh, for the book. Go in, get the book in the episode description. So yeah, that's. Pretty much it for news. There wasn't a whole lot of news uh, this week because we're currently in that dry season. So let us talk about Taiga. So episode 13, Aegis Major Confrontation. So, yes. Like, A.K.A. The Clip Show. So. A.K.A. The Clip Show episode with a cute little twist. Yeah. I, I noticed with Ultraman they have neat ideas when it comes to the Clip episodes. Like, for instance, like we said last episode, with Orb it was about them cleaning up the cleaning up the place. G, it was about trying to remember, uh, trying to give someone else their memory. Then with Rube, it was uh, to explain to Asahi. Yeah, Asahi found out about them, so like they explained who they were. Um, but this one is about oh gee, we need to we should have a mascot for 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 for, for our organization for Aegis. So it's like Aegis. Aegis, sorry, Aegis Super. We don't do that anymore. <laughs> I know. Um. Uh, but yeah, so. They all choose between the, the tri squad. So, um, Homare chooses uh, Fuma. Yeah. Uh, Parika chooses Titus, and she has like a massive crush on him. And uh, Kana chooses Taiga. Yeah. And so they're all arguing amongst themselves, like who 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 should be it, and like they all choose like their each respective one that they're talking about, and then in the end, it's like it's like all right, here Yuki, you're the deciding factor. But it does. It is a bit crazy because Kana tries to cheat a bit. Be like, well, since I'm the president of the organization, uh, my vote counts as double. So Taiga wins. <laughs> like, what kind of ruling is that? 
And of course, the Tri Squad, being the fucking Tri Squad, they're like getting way too much into it. And like, Hiroyuki actually gets like pissed off with them, just being like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, guys, guys, calm down a bit. Focus. And Sorry. they're like, they're, yeah, they're, they're, it's, it's like that moment in uh, Simpsons where like, Lady Gums Murphy's trying to say goodbye to Lisa, and then there's just all of uh, oh. hey, Guys, can you stop? I'm trying to say goodbye to Lisa. We're sorry. <laughs> um, so, like, yeah. So, like, we get some information about them. We get to see clips of them, like, fighting stuff. We even get the shot of Titus, you know, deflecting a shot with his ass. Yeah, this, uh... Another neat... Tw- well, not a twist, but, like, another bonus is that we get to hear a bit of their character songs from the album. That uh, came out recently. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty good songs. I'd like to hear them in full. I think someone put them on YouTube. Herp derps. So yeah, those those are really good theme songs. Yep, they were good character songs, and uh, first, like, so nice to actually look at notes this time around because <laughs> I actually had time to do notes because you weren't rushing me. Oh, sorry. Just uh. Because uh, the first time we watched this episode, we thought they mentioned Hikari, like Ultraman Hikari. Because it's like, oh, who created the Tiger Spark? My dad did. And the friend. It's like, so Hikari. It's like, nope. Apparently that friend he was mentioning was Trigir. Oh. Hence why Trigir showed up in the episode. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's because Cole Taro made the, the Tiger Spark. Yep. Or just helped make it. He's a part of it. He's a co-founder of it. Speaking of Trigger, he, uh, so... He showed up a bit for the episode. Yeah. And was a major asshole. Yeah, he, like, tries to almost blow off Hiroyuki off the building and stuff like that. He's just like, it's like, who are you? And he's like, oh, why did you like to know that? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Kirasaki. And soon, you'll find out you'll regret knowing that name. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of, he, he kind of felt like Trigir a bit. Was that Trigir? Oh. <laughs> Did you help out your child at all in this project? Do you know how to build one of these? <laughs> uh, I like the shots where like they're like trying to argue with Hiroyuki, and you just see all like three of them like in his head, and they're like pushing each other out of the way. Like, no, 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 me. No, no, no. Hey, huh, and Taz is like, no, you want me. <laughs> guys, guys, guys. As the spokesperson, nope. <laughs> so then, like, they all, like, ask, all right, here, Yuki, you're the deciding fa- Gone. Fucking bolted. <laughs> He's like, nope, 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 but now I'm wondering, who would Hiroyuki choose if he had if he had no choice? I'd like to say Taiga. You think Taiga? Even Taiga's just like, hey man, I'm the most capable one. I've been with you for 12 years. I saved your fucking life. Taiga <laughs> even says he used to be cool. Hey, it used to be cool when you were a fucking kid. Hiroyuki, you used to be cool when you almost died. He fell from the sky and I didn't fucking save you. When you were like 10 years old. Oh yeah, we also got to see the fucking Tri-Squad get murdered again. Yeah. And just Taro's like... Tiger! Oh. He's so upset. He doesn't. He doesn't sound upset. He's tiger. It sounds like oh no. <laughs> um. So like it, it was as clip show as a clip show could be. It, it was fun, but like it's not as memorable as like the orb or the. No, the but one was. It's definitely leading, leaning in or leaning or leading. 
Because the be- whichever it's leading towards uh, the some biggest, dangerous shit. The biggest memory I have of the Orb Clip show was just when Shibikawa comes in and just you see him and guy in the background. They're just like. Oh, yeah, dude, right. yeah, they like a handshake. It's like, oh, what's going on? Like, and we're just like, what? Do they like hang out at the bar? Like after a long day's work? Yeah, they go out drinking. I'm orb. <laughs> You're not an orb, guy. Shut up. Hey, don't touch my niece. <laughs> Fuck my niece, sorry. You're gonna be a good husband to my niece. What? Yeah. Oh, orb was great. Yeah. Go watch orb. Coming out now on on Blu-ray. Yeah. By Mill Creek. You're buying orb, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I already have I already, I have my Jeed uh, series pre-ordered. So. Yeah. 35 bucks for the series and the movie. Can't complain. The movie. The movie. Um, you know what? When I get my Jeed Blu-ray, I'm re-watching episode 12. Yeah. Fucking Magnificent debut. The episode was just... <laughs> Take it back. What the... Come on. Take it back. That was episode 11. I know, but still. Buys <laughs> <laughs> a PS4 when you're supposed <laughs> to buy a vacuum cleaner. He, he bought a PS4. He's like lugging it home, and then Lighthead just threatens him with a sword. You take that fucking thing back now, or I will cut you. Take it back! <laughs> I'm sorry. So, is it Tiki Tiki So, episode 26, Jungle of the Rainbow Monsters. So... Well, actually, they're in a forest, not in a jungle. Second, holy shit, we're already on episode 26. Yeah, I know. We got, like, 13 episodes. I don't know. 24 episodes left. Yeah. Wow. Fuck, I forgot the E. Oh, no. Uh, 26. We got 26. Oh, yeah, 26. Because it's 52 episodes. Oh, yeah. 52 episodes of Tiga? Yeah, 52 episodes of Tiga. Damn, son. Again, again, Cosmos up there, freaking sixty-five. Cosmos, yeah, I can't wait to watch Cosmos. Um, so yeah, so we actually see some old familiar faces. Yes. Well, actually, just one. Yeah, kinda. Good. In a way. Gagi. You see, return of um, Kaiju Gagi. Oh yeah, Kaiju Gagi. The barrier monster, the one that was in the amusement park with Shinjo and his with, sister. With episode, uh, from episode ten. Yeah. Yes. That's when we started realizing that Shinjo is possibly the protagonist of Bell Frontier. Though Dago's been doing a bit more, so I'll give him credit for that. Yeah, he, they're, they're finally doing things. Um, yeah, so this episode starts with a bunch of the nice family, you know, they're going, they're going, they're going, they're going camping or something like that. Uh, I think they were going to stay at a hotel or something, but then, like, it got canceled, so, like, they're just driving around trying to find something to do. Yeah. And so, you know, they find this rainbow, and so they decide to go through Whoa, the rainbow. Oh, double rainbow all the way. Well, it's a double rainbow, it's just a rainbow. A really, obviously, shocked rainbow. Well, yeah, because... They couldn't get an actual rainbow away. Well, yeah, because according to Hori, that area should never be able to get it to get an actual rainbow in that area. Mm. Um, so they go through this, like, weird thing, and then they're just, like, going around in circles, like those horror movies always go when, yep. like, you're driving around somewhere. Um... And then they find a bunch of other cards. It's like, oh sweet, we're we're gonna be saved. There's a bunch of skeletons and on the cards. They're all dead. Yeah, they go up to it like, excuse me, sir, do you know which one? Oh my god. <laughs> excuse me, sir, do you know? Oh, you're dead. 
So then, like, they're they're getting cold. They're they're like afraid they're gonna die. And but then the father's just like, oh no, you know what? When I was in uh, elementary school, I we went on camping trips and stuff like that. So high I know school. I know how to survive. Or high, yeah, in high school. That's cool. Um, so he did that. And so he's, he made them, like, some stew out of, like, some plants and berries or whatever. And Grass they're berries. like, oh, this is pretty nice. Um, and so then, like, the, the father goes out to, like, look for more food or something like more that. More firewood. More firewood, yeah. And so, like, the wife's just, like, <laughs> I like it. The wife, like, says, like, a comment to him being like, man, like, I've known you for so long, but now I feel like I know, I know like, nothing about you. And, like, he kind of looked, he gave, him, like, gave her, like, a look that kind of just looked like, fuck you. <laughs> Like, how dare you say that? Um, so then, so then, like, she's kind of talking to herself, but, like, she thinks her husband's behind her, and then, like, you just see this, like... Tentacle. Tentacle-like thing going, Oh, hi, a tickle! Ah, ah! Just, like... Just walks up. It's goggy. <sighs> like, when I first saw the kaiju, I'm like, Wait, haven't we seen you before? Haven't I already killed you? Um, so the reason why there was, like, glass and stuff between, like... Where they were, where they uh, came from, was because it was Gagi. Because it was this barrier. Well, no, the barrier was the barrier thing was from the kaiju Silver Gun. Oh yeah, so we get yeah. The, we get, the barrier thing that was just Gagi being an asshole. Oh okay, um, but yeah, so we also got introduced to Silver Gun, and he's pretty cool looking. Yeah, he's pretty cool for being a reu uh, for being a redesign of a kaiju. So uh, I can't remember the name of him, but he was like the decomposing kaiju. Yeah. So they basically took his suit, gave him a new head, and uh, they added things to his body to basically look like buffed up skin. He looks good, though. He does look good. His head kind of reminds me of a mountain goat a bit with the... Oh, with the, the ram? Yeah, with the ram horns. Yeah, because he has, like, ram uh, rented horns. Yeah, and, like, they're around the mountain, so it's like, you know, mountain goat. <laughs> <laughs> no, just give him a screaming goat. <laughs> If, you, if you're ever going to go watch the Benedict Cumberbatch Grinch movie, go see it for the Screaming Goat joke. It's fucking amazing. No, you see it for Benedict Cumberbatch. No, you see it for the Screaming Goat. No, you see it for Cindy Lou. Yeah, no. She was great, too. Um, so, of course, Speak, Guts... guts. So, so speaking of daughters, though, the daughter in this episode of The Family is actually Kana's actor from Gridman. You Whoa. Know, you know, Ipe's little sister. It's like four years later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... So guts guts gets deployed, and so like they take the apparently they're called the cars they're called the Sherlock and the Dellum. The Dellum. So yeah, the uh, Sherlock is the guts car, and the Dellum is the SUV van uh, yeah. vehicle. Um. So they go and like it's funny like Hori like sees the kids whatever trapped behind the barrier. So he, like, runs up to them and gets, like, knocked into the glass. But you can tell it's just, like, a glass panel because, like, you see his re reflection. Oh, yeah, because they actually need to be hitting something. Yeah. So that was funny. Um, and so, like, I can't remember. I think they just do find a way in. And then... Oh, no. So what happened is uh, Silvergon was outside of the force field as well. And uh, he just... Yeah, yeah. Silvergon's just like... F fuck your barrier. Yeah, I don't have any nitro... Liquid nitrogen. Yeah, liquid nitrogen. Which I actually so. like. I like that attention to continuity where, like, because Kunikata was just like, it's like, fuck, if only we had some liquid nitrogen, we could get through this. Yeah, because they see Gagi and Shinjo's like, you son of a bitch. Yeah, you could see Shinjo was like, motherfucker Gagi. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Silvergon just says, fuck you to Gagi's barrier and fucking just 
bitch slaps it and destroys it without any efforts. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is a kaiju. And, like, I guess nowadays in, like, middle of Ultraman series, it's just like, now nah, we're going to have kaijus fight kaijus. Well, you know what? It's fun. And it's a pretty long-ass fight. Didn't last that long. No, but they, they went out for a little bit. And then, the, yeah. in the end, Goggy got his fucking ass kicked. Oh, yeah, Goggy got killed. He yeah. got murdered by Silver Dawn. Like, like even Raina made a joke about it. Be like, wow. Like, like, she's in the car with Daigo. And she's like, Wow. Ultraman had a real struggle of that guy. That other kaiju beat him like it was nothing. Man, T- man, Ultraman's a wimp. Thanks, Raina. Daigo's just the fucking bitch. <laughs> I mean, come on, he's such an. He, your friends he's ask always you if you're, losing. <laughs> your friends ask you if you're fine, but you're not really fine. You, you know what? I think that would have been a clever joke. Just. Ultraman, like someone who's talking to the host of Ultraman's, just like complaining about Ultraman to the point where it's just like just slams on the brakes. You know what? He tries so hard. He ate me, shot me. They're not so bad, they put me on fire. You had him fight another kaiju. Funny. But wrong. <laughs> but wrong. Um, so then the Sherlock gets destroyed. It was actually really heartbreaking. Rest in peace, Sherlock. We'll probably get another one. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, Reyna and Daigo escaped. But Reyna got, like, Un- uh, unconscious. Yeah, by it's... rolling in the snowy mountains. Yeah, and Daigo's like, no, Reyna. Uh, Reyna, are you okay? You okay? Oh, I guess I gotta kiss you back to, back to life. <laughs> Just. <laughs> <laughs> no. That didn't happen. It tries to go for a field. No. Turn to Tiga. Ding, ding. Yes. And uh, we get a proper, like, Tiga transformation. Well, yeah, sequence. we've always gotten one. Well, no, usually he just, like, activates it and then... Well, no, we've got... Oh, you mean, like, how he... Like, he, how he does, he, like, the arm did, pose. How he did the, the hand movement thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's... So, like, for once we've actually gotten, like, Daigo doing, like, a proper henching pose to Tiga. Well, well he's... I think he's done it before. It's just, you know. It's very quick. That, that's the thing with, like, Tiga is, like, his transformation is just very, like, you well, blink and, and you miss it. Well, it was the 90s. It was, we don't have time for the whole, oh, oh, freaking spark thing. Oh, I gotta pull the thing out. I gotta say what it is. Then I gotta insert it. And then I gotta do crazy move poses. Oh, wait, it'd be 1997. So that was Mega Ranger. Yeah, Mega Ranger. 335, three, 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 enter. Five. Mega Silver was the biggest disappointment ever. He was barely in the show and did nothing. Okay, scratch that. He did some things, but he wasn't like a core member of the team. I like that he was a prototype Mega Ranger, though. He was. He was the first Mega Ranger. Yeah, that's cool. Never forget that. Um, so yeah, so Tiga, so Daigo transforms into Tiga, and so he starts fighting Silvergon, but like, fuck. Silvergon's just beating his ass. Beating his ass. How am I supposed to beat him? But then the dad of the family remembers, wait, when we were being chased by him, we ran out of gas, and then he kind of just left us. Maybe he only hits things that are moving. So Tiga does the weirdest thing of like, he like stops... 
And then when the kaiju's not looking at him, he like takes like a freaking uh, sucker sucker punch. Yeah, him. so he's pretty much playing wax museum with him, and it's pretty cool. And like, so he goes power type to like, because he knows if he goes power type, he'll have like a better chance at like staying up against him. And the kaiju tries to do this well. Yeah, he goes like. Yeah, yeah, he puts his arms like in the pose where he thinks he can form change, and then he looks. He's like, ah. Um, and yeah, so just Tiga, like, he pretty much got the shit. No, Tiga kind of got the shit kicked out of him. Well, on the other hand, he also didn't. This... He he right he he ultra kicked him into his. Yes, he did. Into his ass. He kicked him right in the ass. Boom! How about I take my ultra foot right up your ass? Red Foreman. That's Red, Red Ultraman. Red Ultraman. <laughs> I just realized I didn't get that right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um. Yeah. So he defeats Silver Gun, and then. Uh, he goes. Like the thing is, like they're trying to get out because like the rainbow's fading away, and if the rainbow fades away, then they can't get out. So they manage to. Reina and Daigo get out as well, and just just, just Daigo's just giving Reina a piggyback ride out of the forest. Also, also Gar's oh, been hating me because sorry, I, I don't the underworld. <laughs> also, Gar hates you right now because I don't remember Yasumi's name. Well, he just said his name. Well, I know because I was thinking about it this whole time. Like, how, how can you forget his name? Because when... he's always sitting at a fucking desk, which is at an angle where you can't see the back of his fucking outfit. But every time we talk about Tiga, I always mention Yasumi. All I, all I hear is Blasphemy. Blah, blah, Blasphemy. Oh. <laughs> I should be the name of the episode. All I hear is Blah, blah, Blasphemy? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing against Yasumi. Lane, he sung the Tiga theme. Oh, fuck, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was the funniest thing with that. All I hear is blah, blah, me. Who the, who the, no, it's gonna be Blasphemy. All I hear is blah, blah, Blasphemy? Yeah. Alright. S or Z U M I. There you go. Blasphemy. All I hear is blah, blah, Blasphemy. <laughs> um, so yeah, so like, pretty good episode of Tiga. Like, you know, everyone did something, and then we got two kaijus for the price of one, and... Freaking pile drive that! Oh, yeah, I know, that was fucking sick! Or not, not pile drive, you, like, freaking turned the kaiju upside down. Just fucking made his head just, explode. Like, freaking sl- slammed his head into the ground. Yeah. It's like, eat dirt! Eat dirt! <laughs> <laughs> eat dirt! You're still... I remember that compilation, that was funny. Oh, Dan Castellas, <laughs> Earthworm Jim. Eat Hey, dirt, you stupid freaking thing! Hey, <laughs> dirt, you scum! Oh, uh, yeah, look at look at the eat dirt compilation on YouTube. It's fucking. Like, of all the super, superhero phrases to say, eat dirt. Well, he's a worm! He's an earthworm. Hey, dirt! Um, but yeah, so now on to Uutolaman. So, episode 26 and 27 is a two-parter, The Monster Prince. This did not feel like a two-parter. 
Nor it, do I think it should have been a two-parter. It felt like a TV movie. It, on one hand, it was a it had some good ideas. But this episode was very special, especially to me, because this was the first debut of my boy, Gomorrah. Or is the one, best kaiju in all of Ultraman. Or as one of our fans and one of our friends told us, Daichi Security Blanket. <laughs> But yes, this is the debut of Gomera. But like, why does he get special treatment? Why does he get the two-parter? Because he's fucking awesome. Look at this dude. I want to know. I, I want to know what they were thinking. Why did Gomera get the two-part episode? It's, it's got to be on the wiki article about him. Like, you, you know what? The, probably the wiki article for Gomera is probably huge. It's not that huge. Like one of the things I did learn is that he's the influence for Greymon from Digimon. Oh, I can. That's probably why I like Metal Greymon so much because like Mecha Gomera, even though Metal Greymon predates Mecha. So Metal Greymon probably inspired Mecha Gomera. No, it's Giga Blaster. You know Mecha, you know Mecha Godzilla, freaking Mecha. Technically, Mecha Kong was the first Mecha. And then you have Skull Greymon, Skull Gomera. <laughs> oh my god. Man, I got a light bulb right here and I'm not afraid to throw it. <laughs> Whoa. Um, so yeah, so this 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 episode uh this two parter involves centers around a child, which usually I hate that, but when it's done right, I like it. And you know what? It's time it was done right. It's hit and miss though. So it's about So it's about this kid named Asamu. Asamu. In and which he likes kaijus. He likes kaijus. Which, he, that, that makes sense. The kaiju boom in the 60s. Technically in the 90s. So yeah, no one... So the kids are right. No one would like kaijus. Godzilla exists in Ultraman's? Like, the movies? Do you think? I, I'm not sure. Uh, maybe... Maybe they are just movies. Either that or, either that or biopics. Yeah. <laughs> Godzilla's Gomera just, the movie. Like, like Godzilla's just a biopic of like the events of 1954. I love a Gomera movie. You you, you did get a Gomera movie. I love just all the the adventures of Gomera, just him going his merry way, trying to fight peace and justice. But he's an asshole. He's not. This one is an asshole. But then by the end of this two party, you feel bad for him. Yeah. Like um. So yeah. So but, like this. But, yeah. The kid. Yeah, he's, so, he's so wearing he, a kaiju mask because yeah, you know he loves kaiju's. Yeah, uh, it's a kaiju we've seen before. I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember his name. It was the one with the magic stone with the meteorite. Oh yeah. Or you can wish for anything, and it's like. Eh. Yeah, um, one of the one of the like. So he's with this group of kids, and like they're making fun of him, going like, "Yeah, kaiju's don't exist." And it's like, have you not seen all the kaiju attacks and Ultraman fighting them? Have you not? heard anything that's been going on for the last few months like has just the science patrol been keeping it under wraps i don't think so uh, do they have technology where it's like look into this little light here <laughs> y'all look stupid they're gonna be looking for ultraman <laughs> um yeah ma so, maybe that's it maybe they're all out in the country so like no one's actually there to report it i guess so but like but then what about greenmons or like freaking um what about the oil factory that got blown up? What about what about the mummy and all those cops? What the hell? There are so many witnesses. 
How do these kids not fucking know? Then again, the Science Patrol in the first episode's like, oh, there's no such thing as aliens. Even though they're part of an organization. That, like, looks for aliens. That, 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 that's about aliens. What did you do? Did you just were like, you know what, they're giving me a free place to live? And all I have to do is write down numbers? Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, I need my... I need my Jet license, okay, that's a thing. Or pilot's license, okay. So, uh, Asamu, he, he, he's specifically a huge fan of Gomera. Gomorasaurus. Gomorasaurus, yeah. And so, Gomorasaurus is apparently this legendary monster that lives on this island, like this desert island. This Johnson Island. <laughs> Johnson Island. The island is called Johnson's Island. I didn't write it down, but just... And so, so, so like, so, basically... Wait, I get it. Because Gomer's a dick. What's another word for dick? Johnson. Johnson. He's on Dick Island. <laughs> we call it Nightball Island. You don't want to know how I got that name. Welcome to Dick Island. <laughs> um... I want to do that now. When he's coming from the... When he's coming from the volcano, just the Jurassic Park theme going. God damn it. Um, so yeah, so Arashi is at Johnson's Island with, uh... I'm sorry, just Dick Island. Dick Island. Yeah, he's at Dick Island, and, you know, they're trying to they're trying to see if the legend of Gomorrah is true, which then it is, and we see him bust out of a mountain, and he's like, Rawr, I'm, I'm Gomorrah! <laughs> sorry, I, no one can see that. Did you just knock my drink over? Yeah. My drink? My drink? My diet, Dr. Kelp? My... My 1% chocolate milk? <laughs> How am I supposed to enjoy talking about Ultraman without my drink? <laughs> I fucking love Spongebob. Spongebob, the most quotable thing on the internet. It really is. You can quote, you can quote anything from Spongebob. Um, but like, I gotta say, the humans are fucking assholes in this, uh, uh, this two-part. You know why? Because they took a fucking animal from its... Natural habitat. This movie. He wasn't doing anything wrong, and then this dick bag scientist was like, "No, we gotta take him back to Japan and put him in a lab and fucking research him." And it's like, no. Because the world fair's happening. Let's bring back a dinosaur that's been alive for apparently like a hundred million years. A hundred million five thousand years. Fucking goddamn. Why the five thousand? I don't know. Could just say a hundred million years. But like. Assholes! It's pretty much. If you left him alone, he is by himself on a fucking island where he can't get out. He's on Dick Island. He's on Dick Island. He has nowhere to go. Just research him there. Take some video camera. Make a movie about him. Document him, and then bring him to back to Japan. I I mean, hell, someone had to take his picture because like. Either the next day or the next day after, he was in the newspaper. Have they not watched 1933's King Kong? Do you remember what happened when they brought him back to fucking America? Lane, this was the 1960s. Movies didn't have VHSs yet. So basically, if you missed the movie, you're probably never going to see it again. Well, we own King Kong on Blu-ray, so you know what? Yeah, we can just keep watching and watching and watching. Apparently, there's a colorized version of it, thanks to Ted Turner. But then again, it's Ted Turner. I colorized the King Kong. <laughs> and apparently there's a quote from freaking Citizen Kane before he died was, get that asshole Ted Turner and his Crayolas away from Citizen Kane. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and his Crayolas. 
colorize the moon. So, yeah, this, like, fucking doctor is just like, oh, this is a Gregomera, and, like... Why are you a doctor of? I'm a biologist. So, they request... So, they hire the science patrol to to capture Gomera, and Cap even says, well, this will probably, like, hinder our reputation, but fuck it, let's do it anyway. Even Fuji's, like, going, like, Cap, do we really want to fucking do this? And Uh, he's like, This thing's so big. He's, like... He's like 130 feet tall. He's like 20,000 tons. So he's like he's a he's he's a big boy. He's a, he's a big boy. You're a big bo- so they, this is a fat kid's store. So they get some. They get like these like tranquilizers from uh, Ameri- from, from America. So I you know, either the United Nations or the American Science Patrol. And no wonder they. No wonder he woke up hours later because you know. If anything's made in America, it's fucking shit. Well, that... Not, not trashing any Americans. Not you guys. I'm just saying that usually people say that if you buy something that's made in America, it's not that good. Well, according to the doctor, he... Like, so... The bombs were... Like, the gas bombs were supposed to knock him out for six hours. And they get him in a net. It's kind of cute how it's like a net and, like, the three jet VTOLs, they fly off. Also, Rashi is a fucking awesome shot. Yeah, they freaking get to Osaka... But right as be, before they get to the lab, Gomorra wakes up and it's like, it's only been five hours. Why is he up now? It's like, well, it's either it's faulty or what the scientist said, just due to the mass, like due to the random shift in the environment, the bomb just kind of wore off. Oh my God. Which I'm like, is that an actual thing? Like if you knock me out here and take me to say like somewhere high. Like, Didn't that happen in King Kong versus Godzilla? Like they were transporting him across the ocean and he just suddenly woke up. Yeah, and then Godzilla was a dick and was like, "It's my ocean, fuck you." <laughs> oh, um, I, can't, I can't believe King Kong won that fight. No, he didn't. So then the doctor just decides, "Okay, fuck it. We'll kill him. We'll stuff him, and then we'll 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 showcase him at the antiquities uh, event at the World's Fair." And I'm that's like, "That's still wrong. That's awful." Also, you have to stuff that big of a thing. And by the end, there's not much fucking left of them. Also, where are you gonna put his? Where are you gonna take his organs? So they like so. Uh, Hayata and uh, I think Hayata and Ide they like they launch off from like where they're carrying Gomera and like they go back to the HQ and like you know they have to get some fucking armaments, new weapons. Oh no, that's like, in the second. That's in the second. Part. Yeah. But, uh, um, but no, like they drop Gomera down onto like oh, like so, like near Osaka. Yeah, they dropped him like sixty five hundred feet. And it's like, oh my goodness, he's okay. Yeah, he didn't die from that. No, no, Gomera's a tough son of a bitch. So where does he go? He goes underground. So, but the sci- you know the biology scientist was like, he flew away. Did you see any wings on this guy? So then the king, the, the fucking monster prince, because that's what Asamu calls himself, he, like, gloats so much and brags because, like, he goes to school and he, like, hangs up, like, the head art, the headline article with the picture of Gomorrah. And they're, all the kids are just like, oh, my God, you were fucking right. The Gomorrah does exist. Well, we're not going to tell you ever again. And then he puts up his drawing of Gomorrah and he's like, he's like, yeah, we haven't got a full body shot yet, but... I got. I was pretty close to what he looks like, and I'm just like, you are a little shitbag, aren't you? This, <laughs> Fuck you, little bastard. This was nowadays. It would have been like, this is the blurry toy magazine scan, and this is my fan art of it. <laughs> I thought it'd be fair. Here's the spy shot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be fair. Um, so then 
he finds out that like Gomra is in Japan, so he runs off to go like find him. And so he finds Gomra. Gomra almost fucking kills him. And then what does the kid do? He yells out Ultraman's name. And what happens? Ultraman fucking shows up. Like, I have several questions. One, where'd the kid get the Ultraman mask? Because he was playing with his friend. Yeah, he, was he, he looked Ultraman. like an Ultraman mask. Looked like Ultraman powered. <laughs> Because Ultraman Powered has blue eyes. Here's a kid. Here's a picture of the kid with the mask, and here's Ultraman Powered. <laughs> wow, look at that comparison. Just that's just how did Hayato know that? Oh, I gotta turn into Ultraman, fight him right now. It's like the person who wrote this episode didn't know anything about Ultraman, like the whole kaiju's not being real thing. Scientists wanting to keep a kaiju alive. Freaking World's Fair. Everyone is just an asshole. Everyone's an asshole. So, yeah, so Ultraman starts... Oh, yeah, actually, I... Fuck, I can see it. What? That does look like Ultraman Powered. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Maybe that's what they got, maybe that's what they got, they got, like, the inspiration from. I would not do it. And I think Gomera showed up in either Great or Powered. Awesome. But it's not like that design. It's like redesign where it's like he's more ferocious. Maybe maybe they were just really more proud of because like because like when you look at 1966 like 1967 Gomera like in Ultraman, it doesn't look that bad. He looks like, exactly the way he does nowadays. It's just like nowadays he's like it's modern, so he's like better looking, and then uh, like the suit's more in, yeah like more of a rounder yeah. And uh, like, apparently, Garo Salami in Ultraman 80, there's Gomera 2, which I have seen, and it's not bad. No, I just want to see who directed this episode. And I go to the Japanese... <laughs> I was like, whoa! What? I go to the Japanese wiki. No, I just like how immediately like switched to English. It's fucking... Oh, yeah, Google. I'll Google Translate. God bless it. Episodes... Eichi <laughs> Subarai himself. Subarai Eichi. Wait, is that... Uh, special skills director, though. Koichi Takano. Or Takano Koichi. Um, so yeah, so Ultraman's fighting him, and then I guess he has pockets or something, because while he gets, like, getting tossed around by Gomera, his beta capsule fucking falls out and drops right in front of the monster prince. How? Don't know! That's like... That's, a, that's just deus ex machina. Just how? It's like... Chekhov's Ultraman. Did, did he just poop it out? I guess so. Just, just. <laughs> and so the thing is, as I've said, I picked my favorite kaiju for a reason. I picked a winner because Gomera <laughs> kicks his ass. Can I see that Gomera? And like, how, how does he kick his ass, mind you? He, because he has his tail. Because Gomer is actually the only ki real kaiju that actually uses his fucking tail a lot in, in fights. I was going to pop his tail up. No, do not fucking tarnish my Gomer. So that's the reason why Ultraman gets his ass kicked and gets ultimately defeated because... He, he's cause, just, cause he's just straight up bigger than him. Yeah, and he like weighs him down more. And so like eventually his color timer doesn't go out because he like... And that, and that he reverts back to Hayata before it happens. Yeah, like, yeah, part two begins with him reverting back to Hayata. Yeah. And it's cute because, like, uh, uh, Awesome Oh, is, I, should, I should probably go back to the notes page. Awesome is just like, 
Oh my god, I got I got the beta capsule. I got ultra I can become Ultraman. Well, well he doesn't call it the beta capsule, he just knows that it came from Ultraman. So he tries to use it and like I was just like I was like, kid, you're gonna get cancer from that thing or something. <laughs> just fill the brain. Like an ultra cancer. Ultra cancer. Ultra radiation. No. <laughs> that's my that's my one up for star ninja cancer. That's awful. <laughs> kidding yeah now i have star ninja cancer and ultra cancer i need a rider cancer you're already you're already watching rider so it is cancer. <laughs> anyways anyways so he tr- yeah he tries to use the bay capsule obviously it doesn't fucking work because only works with high tough oh the epi pen doesn't work oh, no. it looks like an epi pen so like and like the adults question what the fuck he's holding with it. he's like hey never mind Gomorrah went underground, so like that's the thing. Like Gomorrah, Gomorrah's like a kind of like a subterranean monster, so he has to be able to go underground. So it's like, oh wait, Conan O'Brien, uh, uh, Ultraman's vibrator. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, it's Ultraman's vibrator. That's my. This is oh. my Conan O'Brien impression. Only I make sure. Oh, oh, only I can do. It. I, I'm Conan O'Brien. I, I hang out with all my staff. I play video games. I know about Detective Conan. I'm a Gomorrah. Um. So yeah, then like uh, the science patrol, they're like, okay, we gotta fucking take down this guy. Like he, he's if he gets to Osaka, like we're uh, like he's already fu- in Osaka. Well, yeah, he already is. Like, but well, he's going towards Osaka Castle. Yeah, which you know, you remember that when Godzilla fought Anguirus because they fought Osaka, or like they they fought in something around something that looked like that. It was a giant castle. Um, so yeah, so they get more weapons from the U.S. and like they get uh, they upgrade some shit. And, oh, no, they don't get any weapons from the U.S. Oh. Yeah. Uh, there's a scene where Cap co- contacts the, the the American branch, in which he, he's actually speaking English. But, like, very rough English. He's like, Hey, Ro, this is Captain Muramatsu. I was wondering if you had any more weapons for us. Oh. No, they don't got any more. <laughs> this is the last one. Thank you. Goodbye. Um, yeah, so they just, they upgrade their shit. Ide's like, ah, I got some stuff. He meant some stuff, because, you know, Ide's smart like that. Ide does machines. That's a schwa, Jack. Um, so they go, they they shoot a tracker on Nagomura so they can track where he is. But, um, eventually... The Ripper's tail off! They shoot his fucking tail off! Like, holy crap, I was like, wow! And at some Man, Arashi is a good shot. And at some point, um, his, uh, Gomer's front horn on, on his mouth. On yeah, his, his nose horn. Yeah, his nose horn gets, uh, thrown off too. What? I feel like, can I see Gomer again? I, I feel like that is a horn, and then what's this on his head are basically just his ears. Yeah, I guess so. I, I always thought of them as more horns. I don't know. He kinda well, it's looks, like a triceratops. He kind of looks like a boomerang. Oh, a I'm a boomerang that a doesn't gomerang. come back. Gomerang. Gomerang. Um. So yeah. So he just he's like uh he pretty probably the Gomer suit actor like had a fucking ball just like in the the Osaka miniature set because he just you can see him just destroying buildings and he's having so much fun with it. But like the the thing is the army and the science patrol like they're just they're pissing him off. Like, the, the, the guy was probably just trying to get back home. That's why he was hiding underground, because he was trying to escape from everyone, trying to kill him. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, and so, 
Eventually, Hayata, like, he tries to go transform into Ultraman, realizes he doesn't have his beta capsule, but then, uh, Osamu, like, realizes that he needs to, like, he, he doesn't know Hayata's Ultraman, but he knows that Hayata has something to do with Ultraman, so he, like, tries to, like, get him back, so he convinces these two, like, police officers to, like, drive him to where Gomura is, so he can give the beta capsule back to Hayata. Well, it's not that he wants to give it back to Hayata, it's just... This device has something to do with Ultraman. I'll give it to the Science Patrol so the Science Patrol can give it to Ultraman. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. And the first person he bumped into that was a member of the Science Patrol was just so happened to be Hayata. And he's like, where the fuck did you get that? And he's like, oh, oh sweet Jeebus. Ultraman dropped it. Note to self. Seal get pockets. <laughs> yeah, note to self. Get duct tape. Seal pockets. Can everybody keep, keep it quiet? I want to hear the grass grow. Thank you. Hey, Peter. Oh, hi, Joe. Ah, damn! <laughs> hey, Hayata. Oh. Um, damn. So then, yeah, he uh, transforms into Ultraman. And now this time... Without a tail. Without without a tail, he, Ultraman actually stands a fucking chance. So he beats the fucking shit out of him. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like if Ultraman just came back with like a baseball... No, no. You know how there's the scene with Homer that, where he has like a bandage around his face and he has like a chair? <laughs> just, I can just see that Ultraman has like a band-aid around his head. Gomer's just destroying the castle. And just... Pass me the sword. Pass me the sword. Just, just Ultraman's just walking and be like... Payback, no, it's, it's, bitch. It's, it's, it's like the... It's like the cat in the hat where he has like the baseball bat up yeah, the kid. Yeah. <laughs> Just go around Ultraman. <laughs> I almost want to make that the thumbnail. That's pretty good. That's Actually, yeah, good. the thumbnail just has to be cat in the hat with the baseball bat with Ultraman's face, and then the kids just go over. Um, so then what does Ultraman do? He does even worse shit than the fucking humans were doing. He pulls off like one of his fucking side horns and like he just yeah, yeah, he's he's like you can see the blood and interior on him like that's dark and he fucking like flies into him and shed and then like uses a spacing ray on him and like he just he just croaks like i was actually like i wanted him to explode because i did not want to see gomer just plop over and die and like that's he did <laughs> he just plopped over and died and i was like you you guys are fucking monsters. You're a monster. Gomer's not the monster, Ultraman. You are. <gasps> ah. uh, like, that's what I was thinking this episode. I'm like, Ultraman, you're just kind of... He's a dick! Stop! He's already, yeah, he's he's already, already dead. dead. Exactly. And then, what does the fucking doctor decide? Oh, don't worry. We'll show him off in the antiquity exhibit on in, in the World's Fair. <laughs> that's fucking terrible and like we don't see his body and it's just like they're all like oh man that sucks what happened to Gomer and it's like you think no oh, he just took a creature out of its own natural habitat where he was doing fuck all for himself oh and then also later we see like Osamu he's just fucking playing with kaiju figures and an Ultraman figure somehow oh, oh, someone's making money off of Ultraman 
But that just begs the question, if the kids don't know about real monsters, then how are the toy companies able to make designs of the kaiju? You see, that just... I feel like that was just a toy promotion. See, it just kind of leads into a a giant circle of questions. Yeah, it's so weird, though. Um, It's like the G G joke that I made at the finale. You did it, Riku. You're now a hero. Yeah. And I can't take any of the credit for it. Son of a! <laughs> oh my god. Um, just. Hyatt's is getting none of that money. Getting none of those royalties. So, yeah, so then, like, uh, Osamu, like, thanks, like, Hyatt thanks Osamu, just been like, oh, he, if he didn't give me this, like, Ultraman wouldn't have. Wouldn't, wouldn't Ultraman able was able to beat Gomera. Because of it. So, this episode, this two part was really good. I enjoyed it thoroughly. It just, when I realized that what they were doing to Gomorrah was, like, really inhumane and monstrous, like, you feel bad for him. Gomorrah so didn't have to do th- that. This episode made me love Gomorrah even more than I already did because, like, I felt bad for him because he was just, he was just an innocent monster minding his own fucking business and then a group of fucking people just took him away from his home and he was upset and angry. So, of course, he went on a fucking rampage because he was angry. <laughs> was sad and then ultraman had to make it worse and just actually take him down once for all i couldn't have just flown him back to johnson's island and there you go dick oh no you're tailless and hornless but like oh well at least you get to live so you know i think that should have been it because think of think about this think about it this way in the first part when ultraman fought gomera gomera fled he didn't kill ultraman he didn't beat him he spared him his life yep he should have done the same thing. Ultraman should have done the same. Return, return the favor. Yeah. Fucking Ultraman's an asshole. Well, like everyone should have just been showing, destroy him, beat him, do it, and just like rise Ultraman's about to do it. He doesn't. Yeah, like Asamu, even he's like, oh, Gomer's my favorite kaiju, but then he's like, yeah, kill him, Ultraman, fuck him up. I'm like, what the hell, kid? He should have been the one to be like, no, don't kill him, take him back to his home. Ultraman's not supposed to fight. Not like this. Not like this. <laughs> um, so yeah, but overall, really good two-parter. I enjoyed it. I think this is like one of the better episodes of Ultraman, honestly. Just everyone, everyone got to do something. They were all working together, and you know what? Even the, even the the Science Patrol had some help in defeating Gomera. So. And you also got a review of the of the original King Kong movie. <laughs> Pretty much. Except for the King Kong movie has more bugs. Then Cell and then Cell would have been here. And, and a giant gorilla. You also get a giant gorilla. Wait, so Cell and a giant gorilla would be here as well? Oh. Anyways, I think that wraps up this episode. Yeah. Pretty fun. Yeah. So this has been Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, episode one hundred and three. All I hear is blah 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 me. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we'll see you all next time. So, schwa for now. Schwa for now.